Hello and welcome to the Entertainment Earth Toy of the Week podcast, take two. I'm your host, Adam Paulus. The uh, first one had a weird, horrible echo track that got uploaded, and apparently I can't remove that easily, so we're going to do it again. We're going to talk about Star Wars The Black Series action figures Wave 11. I should also note Wave 9 is in stock now with Princess Leia, Snowtrooper, Adat Driver, uh, Sabine Wren, uh, Darth Revan. It's a good wave. We have some now. We normally don't have it in stock for more than a couple hours. So uh, check our website for availability. And it's good. We also have free shipping on that case and this one in the USA. So what is in Wave 11 that's so great? I'm glad you asked. You get six figures. There is a uh, new version of K2SO. This one has red eyes instead of the usual uh, mostly white-eyed version. If you're a variation person and you want, I would say, I'm hesitant to use significantly, but it is significant enough where you'll notice it. So I would say, yeah, this is a variation you want to get. If you're that kind of person, get this. I haven't seen it in stores yet, but it comes in this case, at least my case, and I don't know if it's going to be in every case. We'll find out. Director Krennic's gun looks a little different. He's repacked in this uh, case as well. So if you don't have Director Krennic yet from Rogue One, here is your chance. There are also four new figures. The Tusken Raider, Lando Calrissian, Qui-Gon Jinn, and the Emperor's Royal Guard. So, it ain't bad. Uh, Lando Calrissian has an excellent Billy D. Williams likeness. He includes the communicator he uses to announce the evacuation of Cloud City, a blaster that looks just like the original Kenner blaster and the one that he used in the uh, publicity photos, but I'm fairly confident he didn't use in the movie. Articulation on Lando and all of the figures is pretty much the same, plus or minus a skirt piece. You get thigh swivels, double knees, rocker ankles, bent and swivel wrists, all that good stuff. You basically know what to expect by now if you've been buying any of these, and you're not going to be disappointed. My Lando had uh, some problems standing perfectly just because you had to get the center of balance just right, because the cape's a little heavy. It's plastic, it's exquisitely sculpted. The lining is actually a bunch of... Uh, grooves and lines rather than uh, stitches like the actual costume. It's not painted the same way, but with the way the light comes off of it at the size, it basically makes sense. Uh, you'll you'll want to take a look at it up close. I like the likeness. I like the colors. I like the outfits. Everything's perfect. Uh, you, well, I, everything looks perfect to me. I'm sure if you're Billy D. Williams and you look at it, you might be like, does my eyebrow look like that? And we'd say, of course it does. And you might say, yeah, so I don't know. But to me, it looks like it's Lando. No question. I mean, they got the blues right on the money. Qui-Gon Jinn is a little pale, but looks like Liam Neeson. Uh, or at least that was my initial reaction. I compared his skin color to mine. I'm also a little pale. Qui-Gon and Lando both have excellent head paint. Uh, I think somebody said, and I can't confirm this without busting it open, that the eyes may have been molded separately on these two figures and inserted in the skull. They look really sharp and clean, and it wouldn't surprise me if that were true. Uh, Qui-Gon has long hair. It is a little flexible, so you can get him to look to the left and right a little bit. It's not quite as hard as it was on the three-and-a-quarter-inch figures. He has uh, three total hands. His left hand can be swapped out for one that's kind of doing a pointing force Jedi gesture. Great for combat. The other one is just to grip the lightsaber. The lightsaber blade is removable. It's green. You can clip the hilt to the belt if you like, and it looks great. Uh, the only complaint I have about Qui-Gon is that he doesn't include a poncho or Jedi robe. 
it would have made a lot of difference to the figure because in the movie he's usually got one or the other on, except when he's fighting Darth Maul. So uh, it's good. Texture's great. The outfit itself uh, looks a lot different than I would have anticipated because the outer robes over his shoulders are actually decorated a little bit darker than the inner robes, and most Hasbro figures have one color throughout. He's got an even darker under robe thing. Uh, the texture on the boots is fantastic. The pants is great. There are all these little silver details on his belt for the various food capsules, rivets, what have you. They did a really good job on this figure. And uh, whoever, I'd say whoever did it deserves a raise, but I'm sure they're getting a raise anyway. The sculpting is phenomenal, top-notch, wonderful. I hope you got one. Uh, less sculpting, but still fantastic, can be found, that's not a sentence, on the Royal Guard. The Emperor's Royal Guard is red. He has a big cloth barber bib around him, and with just a little bit of finesse, you can get it to look pretty good on your shelf. Right out of the box, because it, it is cloth and it just came out of being contorted by plastic, it's going to need a little bit of work. But you'll make it work right. It just basically, uh, you know, bunch it up in certain places and lead your fingers down, and it's going to look just fine. He includes a force pike and a scout trooper blaster, which fits in his holster. He can hold his weapon just like on the movies. You saw him on Attack of the Clones, Rogue One, Return of the Jedi, and I believe, yes, Revenge of the Sith. So uh, it's a popular looking character. The helmet is spot on. Under the robe is an outfit that looks a lot like Kurkanos from Crimson Empire. We actually uh, debuted Kurkanos as a shared exclusive way back in a comic pack in 2006. But uh, yeah, it looks a lot like that, and it also looks a lot like the Vintage Collection and Black Series 3 and a quarter inch Royal Guard. It's worth noting that the helmet is not removable. You will not find a human head underneath it. At least, if you can, I can't get mine to pop off. But uh, looks cool. Big robe, good shoes, glossy rocker ankles. Um, I'd say it's almost over-designed. There's too much going on in here. And I don't know if this is the actual undergarment of the actual costume or not. Because back in the day, I was informed that it apparently it was originally a very elaborate thing with lots of layers, lots of tassels that nobody's ever seen. But most action figures don't show that. And as far as I know, there isn't a lot of reference or any reference of it. I've never seen it. I've imagined it, but I've never seen it. But uh, it's a great-looking figure. You'll want to get at least one, maybe two. We sell it in the case and individually right now. I'm debating ordering another one just so I can have him flank the Emperor. Rounding out the set is the spectacular Tusken Raider. Sand people are here in two different versions. You can get the boxed version in Wave 11, or you can get a vintage carded version in the 40th Anniversary Black Series Wave 2. The figures are basically the exact same thing. So if you get one, you've got them both. I mean, if there is a major variation, I haven't been able to determine it yet. But the cool thing about it is one figure is an army. This is because you get a gaffy stick that can be customized. There are three different pointy parts that can be taken off the main club part and swapped out. Uh, the one I'm using right now looks just like the original Kenner uh, gaffy stick, just like in the movie. There are two other ones that look vaguely like something that would appear in the movie, but I don't know that I've actually seen them in the movie. One has a, a brown tip with uh, three triangles on it. The other one has a silver tip club with eight ridges on it, and they look quite different. So if you have the figure, I'd say buy at least four of them, and that way you can have each figure with a different weapon, because he also includes his hunting rifle. 
if they ever make a Bantha, I am going to lose my mind because I love the Bantha and uh, I would like to get one. But it'd be worth noting that this figure couldn't ride the Bantha. They're going to have to make a new Tusken Raider. The figure has cloth outer robes and plastic inner robes, which is a spectacular look. The tattered rags are frayed, a little dirty, a little wrinkly. It looks like something somebody actually may have worn in the desert or a newly manufactured version of something that somebody wore in the desert. The uh, it, it holds it well. It fits over his arms perfectly. And there's a little bit of uh, strength to it, so you can actually kind of pose it when he has his arms over his head or he's shooting his rifle. You can make it look like the robes are moving a little bit with him, and I really like that a lot. The hands have no problems holding the gaffy sticks. The body has two bandoliers and a belt with silver uh, buttons on the pouches. He's got his breathing apparatus, the head wrappings, a little bit of dirt on it, the eye cylinders are there. Basically, it is one of the finest, almost most perfect replicas you'll ever see, especially at this price point. The lower robes, as I mentioned before, are plastic, which is a bit of a change with the outer robes being cloth, but the juxtaposition actually works really nicely. Lots of wrinkles, lots of layers, lots of depth. You'll notice that the outer layer of the robes, especially near the ground, it's tattered and frayed. It's sculpted plastic, but it looks like it's tattered cloth. And there's some dirt lining it too, so it's dirty and it's worn like it was dragging along the floor of the desert. It's great. Under that's another layer. It's a little bit of a different texture and a different color. So there's a lot going on here. The sculptors didn't just say, yeah, this looks pretty good. They clearly were giving a lot of thought, attention, and care. And I'd go as far as to say that the Tuscan Raider is one of the best-looking Hasbro 6-inch action figures from any of its lines. Easily Star Wars's maybe not finest hour, but close to it. I'm having a hard time being as impressed by another figure. I, maybe I'll go through it and go like, okay, that was really cool. But this is fantastic. And you can get them a couple of different ways. And you should. If you made it this far in this podcast, you know you want a Tuscan Raider, so get one. Uh, I'm going on too long. Since this is a re-record, I don't want to repeat myself, so... I'll just say every one of these figures is good if you don't have them already. You probably want to go ahead and get this case because of the KTSO variant, K2SO variant. It seems to be in a lot. I can't, because of company policy, guarantee that every case will have the variant, but it looks like a lot of them do. So you'll want to keep an eye open for that. Uh, the new figures are fantastic, and who doesn't like Krennic? So get yourself Wave 11. It is not in stock today, but Wave 9 is. Both qualify for free shipping in the USA. I'd say order both. We'll ship them as soon as they're ready. If they're both in stock when you order, we'll send them both. If one is, we'll send one now, and you'll get the other one later. You don't have to wait, other than for the mail to deliver it. But that, you know, I mean, we don't have teleporters yet. So I will see you next time on the Entertainment Earth Podcast. Please keep keep checking out our sites for new information. We have a blog. We have a store. We have the podcast. We have a lot more. We want you to also be aware that there are going to be some great items on sale at our booth at San Diego Comic-Con. We're announcing new ones every couple of days. There are a few more coming. I'm very excited about many of them. We're also going to be selling items for one of our partners, which I cannot discuss at this time, but it's something you want to keep up on. I think that's subtle enough. Anyway, thanks for listening. I will see you guys next time on the Entertainment Earth Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Ent Earth. Have a happy, safe, and mostly cool weekend.